Welcome to the Fear Boss Show, a show created to help you become the bravest, boldest, and most badass version of yourself yet. Now, this show is allergic to basic. It's a show that loves real talk. It's a show that will help you slay self-doubt. And it's a show designed to help you check yourself before you wreck yourself. I'm your host, Judy Holler, best-selling author, keynote speaker, improv theater junkie, and a hip-hop-loving entrepreneur. It's kind of like this. If Amy Poehler and Dr. Dre had a baby, uh, that would basically be me. I am obsessed with helping you smash comfort zones and experiment with your fears so you can get more freedom in your life personally and professionally. This podcast is going to help you do just that. So, are you ready? Let's get this Fear Party started. You are listening to The Fear Boss Show, episode 24. This episode will contain adult content and language, so please take care while listening. Welcome back to The Fear Boss Show, Fear Boss. This is a show obsessed with helping you smash comfort zones and experiment with your fears so you can be just a little bit braver than you were yesterday. I'm going to kick things off this week with our sponsor this episode, and it is my friends at Front Edge Digital. Listen, they run, built, and manage my website, and I will never forget, legit never forget how scared I felt when I started my business, and the number one thing that caused me anxiety was the fact that I knew I needed a website, like a good one, and I had no idea where to start, and Peter and his team at Front Edge Digital made the entire process painless, and I am obsessed with my website. Have you seen my website? Go check it out at judyholler.com, but if you are lost in digital space, unsure where to start, or just need advice, Front Edge Digital, they work with Fortune 500 companies, startups, and everyone in in between. So go visit them at frontedgedigital.com. I'm going to link up in all the show notes so you can learn more. I also want to shout out this week's Fear Boss of the Week, who is Kayla6416. Kayla, thank you for listening, for being a Fear Boss, and for your beautiful podcast review. Uh, This is how you become Fear Boss of the Week, by leaving a review about the podcast. And when you do that, and I select you right here on the Fear Boss Airwaves, I mail you a Fear Boss swag bag full of surprises. So I want to share what Kayla wrote. It's super juicy. I'm going to read my favorite highlights, but her title said this, afraid of being uncomfortable or doing things that seem too big? Then this is for you. Yes, girl. High five. It's all about smashing those comfort zones. She says this, I am a recovering perfectionist. I hate change and I hate stepping out of my comfort zone. Always have. Fear has ruled so many aspects of my life for one reason or another and held me back from many amazing opportunities. Kayla, no more girl because you are a fear boss and we are on a mission to stop that from happening. She goes on to write this. This podcast is the first podcast I've truly listened to and it's given me a new perspective and lots of ideas. My fear is there for a reason, but I have the power to conquer it and experiment with it. Yes, girl. Yes, you are a fear boss this week and every single week. So thank you for the beautiful review. And so maybe just maybe you'll be the fear boss of the week next week. Every single week, I'm picking a review and reading it right here on the Fear Boss Airwaves. And if you hear your review read, all you need to do is send me a DM on Instagram with your address or email me at hello at judyholler.com to claim your prize. So Kayla6416, send me a DM on Instagram or email me at hello at judyholler.com and we'll get you set up. 
So I'm recording this episode for you on June 4th, and we are in the middle of so much turmoil. There is civil unrest, political unrest, and of course, we are still dealing with COVID and coming safely out of that crisis. And I don't know about you, but I have been feeling pretty helpless lately. And if I'm feeling that way, I can bet my bottom dollar you're feeling that way too. And I'm specifically jacked up around what's happening in the world racially. So when I was thinking about recording an episode for you today, it totally felt um, inauthentic and jaded not to discuss what's going on and share with you my perspective on how I'm helping, how I'm dealing, how I'm handling it all, and how I'm staying hopeful in a time that can feel really helpless. Disclaimer, I'm a white girl, which means that I can't even pretend to understand what fear bosses of color deal with on a daily basis. But what I can do is help. I can disarm fear with action and I can lean into my purpose, which is to help you see fear differently. And Lord knows we all need more brave fear bosses out there in the world right now more than ever. So these are my opinions and my opinions only. And guess what? I get it wrong a lot, but one thing's for sure. I always lead with love and I most certainly don't allow fear to make my decisions for me. This is my life and I call the shots, not fear. This is your life and you call the shots, not your fear. And that's what honestly happened to me a few days ago. Fear sort of had me in this chokehold. I was afraid to move, like to do anything, say anything. I was at the lake for my birthday weekend. My birthday was May 30th and I had little to no Wi-Fi and I literally came back to a shitstorm on social media. I was getting DMs from white and black followers telling me I'm racist if I don't post, that I'm racist if I do post, that it was too soon and not soon enough and that I needed to post a black square and that the black square needed to get taken down right away because it was a hoax and I was so confused. I was also seeing mentors and thought leaders and authors and badass brave women of all colors being destroyed in the comments on social media because they didn't do something air quotes right. I mean I was fucking spinning. All I wanted to do was help, contribute, show support, but here I was being cock blocked by fear and lots of unnecessary judgment. See, fear loves this space, you being paralyzed by it, because then it gets what it wants, your silence, which keeps you safe, but also stuck in just the same. See, change requires action, and action requires discomfort, which is why so many of us would rather play it safe and just continue to do things the same way we've always done them, because that's the way we've always done them. So here I am, the OG fear boss lady, scared AF and letting fear call the shots in my life. I had to check myself because I know I have a community of fear bosses like you looking to me to light the way to do something, to say something, so I did. See, whenever I feel helpless, scared, or hopeless, or extra confused about what to do in times of uncertainty and how to help, I always lean back into my purpose, which always reveals the answer. My purpose, the purpose of my books, my workbooks, my social media, this podcast, and anything I fucking create is this, to help you see your fear differently. 
so you can write a new story in your life and ultimately get more freedom. And we do this by experimenting with our fear every day on purpose. And this is what makes us braver. So when I thought about my purpose, I knew I had to speak up because now, now more than ever, we need brave, badass fear bosses in all colors, shapes, and sizes doing brave shit. I also know that a social media post does not make any of us less racist. A black square on your Instagram doesn't make you an activist. And our social media accounts don't define who you are or how you feel about all the injustice in the world. In this episode, I'm going to share five things you can do right now to help, to be you, and to take some action. And mostly, these are just five things I'm doing to stay in forward momentum, to be filled with a sense of hope versus a sense of helplessness, which gives me the courage and the guts and the gusto to take action, do things differently, and get uncomfortable. So number one, we got to talk about biases. We have to beware of biases. If there is one psychology lesson everyone should be forced to learn in school is that human perceptions are fundamentally inaccurate. We take mental shortcuts because shit gets too heavy and most of the time they are self-serving. Mark Manson, the author of a book I love, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, you've got to read it if you haven't read it, I'll link it up in the show notes. He wrote about some of these biases in a recent blog post, which I'll share as well in the show notes, and I thought a few were worth sharing here as we have this conversation. So the first bias we need to understand is the actor-observer asymmetry. I know it sounds super fancy and scary, but don't let it scare you. Here's what it means. This is when other people do something wrong, we assume their intentions are bad. But when we do the same damn thing, we assume our attentions are good. And isn't that some bullshit? This is basically what's happening to a lot of influencers, authors, thought leaders, or any person with a platform right now online who's getting trashed in the comments. Now, there are definitely bad people out there doing bad things and saying the wrong things, but most people mean well and are just trying to figure out how to help. I mean, who would have thought we'd live in a world where turning off the comments on a social media post would make someone so angry they write that they want to kill you. Good Lord, how is this helping? This is where grace becomes a superpower. See, fear is anger and grace is love. The other bias we need to be aware of is the confirmation bias. This is the tendency to seek out views and attitudes that are only like our own. all of social media. This is why it's a badass fear experiment to mix it up. Follow people on the left if you're right and follow righties if you're left and have all kinds of friends and all kinds of different colors and shapes and sizes. Yes, this is uncomfortable, but it's crucial. There's also the fallacies of composition and division. This is the tendency to judge a whole group based on the actions of one member of that group. It's also the tendency to judge an individual based on their affiliation with a group. Then there's the negativity bias, which is us paying more attention to the negative events and perceiving them to be more important Then the positive events, this is huge, this is big, and this is also why the news is so negative. They know they're gonna get 
watches and views and the ratings are going to go up, the more negative it is. So look at your social media feed and your Instagram stories. Are you spreading the negative news or are you doing a good job of looking for the good? If fear is contagious, so is hope. Look for the hope, share the hope, become obsessed with the stories that give hope. Number two, the next thing I'm really leaning into is this idea of listening and then learning. This is what I'm doing a lot of right now. It's important now more than ever to really mix up your inputs so you have more diversified outputs, right? If you really want to learn, you can't fall into the trap of confirmation bias which is where most of us really sit most of the time very safely. We follow people who think like us. We hang out with people who look like us. We only want to relate to people who vote like us. So only following people and only hanging out with people that think and look and talk like us is a very dangerous place to live and be. You gotta mix it up. I'll put all of this in the show notes, but here are a couple of things I'm doing to mix up my inputs right now. I'm currently reading White Fragility by Robin D'Angelo. There's a great blog post titled 75 Things White People Can Do for Racial Justice. And I'm listening to so many podcasts covering racism from all lenses. Some of my faves are Here to Slay by Luminary. I loved Brene Brown's recent episode with Ibram Kendi on how to be an anti-racist, a must-listen. And I'm even listening to Lil Wayne's show on Apple Music, Young Money Radio, which is a new favorite of mine, by the way, specifically his recent interview with Dr. Dre, which is episode six. I'll put all this in the show notes, but now, Fear Boss, now is the time to listen and to learn, to mix up your inputs so you have braver and more diverse diversified outputs. Number three, less judgment, more action. We cannot control others. We cannot control bad things from happening. We cannot control the fact that there are bad people on the planet. We cannot control that bad behavior of really bad, shitty people. But what you can always control is you and how you show up. How you react and how you take action is really everything. So listen, learn, stop getting defensive when someone shares a different view or maybe disagrees with you. Lead with love, have more grace, mix up your inputs, stop sharing negative shit, look for hope, donate, read, educate yourself, and beware bias. Number four, become a fear role model. Fear boss, you have an incredible opportunity in front of you every day to be a fear role model. When I see you do something brave, it makes me want to be brave. When I see you be confident, it makes me want to be more confident. When I see you move forward in the face of fear and uncertainty, it gives me the permission to do the same for myself and my business. And when I see you speak up, when injustice happens, It makes me want to do the same. I think what most of us regret at the end of our lives and at the end of our days is the times we didn't speak up or do the right thing on behalf of someone else when we had the chance to. Speaking up is always a fear experiment because it's extremely uncomfortable. And I bet you can think of times you saw bad things happen and you didn't speak up. Listen, you're human. It's okay. But what's not okay is not doing better when you know better. 
A fear boss is always on a mission to be braver than yesterday. And the way we do that is by getting uncomfortable. So speak up. Shut down bad behavior and racist comments when they happen in front of you. Unfollow people that are closed-minded and people that trigger you. Stop watching the news. Negative bias, remember? Start being a hope DJ. Isn't that fun to think about? To become a hope DJ, sharing things that are hope-filled and love-filled and forward-thinking. And focus on what you can control, which is your world and your mind. Last, say yes and. Dude, there has never been a better time than right now for my favorite improv theater mantra, which is yes and, saying yes and. When there is discomfort, it's easy to yes but everything. To someone who doesn't see like you, think like you, look like you, to anyone who offers a different opinion. It's easy to shut it down, to be black or white with everything. It's much harder and way more brave to lean in. Yes and is how we lean in in the improv theater, but also in life. We say, yes, I see you. Yes, I hear you. Yes, I am here with you. And here's what I want to know, or here's what I want to add, or here's where we can go together. Yes, but is fear-based and negative and controlling. Yes, and is collaborative and supportive and affirming. Let me give you an example. This is a conversation between two people, right? I just made this up off the fly, so just go with me here. But I want to show you how it feels, the difference between saying yes and in a conversation and saying yes but in a conversation. You'll notice how one is negative and controlling and fear-based, and the other one is affirming and supportive and collaborative. This is a Jedi mind trick we use all the time on stage in the improv theater to help us move scenes forward in supportive ways. So example one may be a conversation that looks like this. A person may say, I'm gonna go downtown today to peacefully protest. And then person two says, yeah, but you could get hurt and what good will it do? Person one goes, well, I just feel like I need to help in some way. Yeah, but this has been going on for years and it'll never change. Huh. Negative, non-supportive, and most certainly biased, right? Let's flip script and insert the yes and tool and see how this changes the conversation. Person number one says, I'm going to go down today and peacefully protest. Person two says, yes, and I can't wait to hear about what you learn while you're there. Person number one goes, well, yeah, me too. It's scary, but I feel like I need to contribute. Person two then says, yes, and I've been feeling the same way. So you see the difference. That one feels more collaborative. It feels more supportive and it certainly affirms the person. Now, maybe person number two doesn't want to protest or doesn't believe in protesting or doesn't want to put themselves in that environment, but they're still remaining open and curious, like saying, yeah, and I can't wait to see what you learn. And, you know, I feel the same way too. I'm trying to find ways to contribute and maybe that's the way you want to contribute, but maybe I'll learn something from your experience that helps me think about how I'll show up in my experience. You don't have to agree, but you can use the word and to support those you love rather than to try and control those you love. Okay, Fear Boss, there you have it. Five things to think about as you navigate all the civil unrest that's going on right now. Most specifically, as you think about how you're navigating conversations around racism. Beware bias. Listen, then learn. Less judgment, more action. Be a fear role model and say yes and.
Which one resonates with you the most right now? And better yet, what are you doing? I certainly don't know it all, and I'm willing to get it wrong so I can figure out how to get it right, and I'd love to know what you would add to this list that I haven't talked about here today. Screenshot this episode and tag me on social media to let me know or send me a DM on any of the social media. You can also email me at hello at judyholler.com to say hello, offer suggestions, share your feedback, and offer ideas for the show. I want to hear from you. The show is for you. Fear Boss, as always, if you dug this episode, don't forget to throw your love my way in the reviews. Every rating and review matters so much, and you could just be our next Fear Boss of the week. Thank you for listening. I can't wait to see you next week. And in the meantime, stay brave and keep experimenting with your fear. Well, hi there. It's me again. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so damn glad you're here. And if you loved this episode, which I hope you did, my hand is on my heart. Please don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And if you're feeling a little extra boss today, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a review on iTunes so more fear bosses like you can find this podcast. And better yet, share this podcast with the fear boss you love and encourage them to listen. For more on me, my work, and my keynotes, you can visit me at judyholler.com, J-U-D-I-H-O-L-L-E-R.com to learn more. And this is also where you can sign up for my newsletter. It's called The Fear Boss 5, and it comes out every Friday where I share five things I'm loving, learning, and reading. It's one of my favorite things to do. And if you love this podcast, you're going to love the newsletter, and you can sign up right there on my website. My book is available at most of your favorite book retailers, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, airports, all the things. So search me up on Google or type Judy Holler into Amazon and grab your copy. Last but not least, you can always come hang out with me on the social media. Instagram is my favorite place to be. I'm on Instagram at Judy Holler, J-U-D-I-H-O-L-L-E-R. I'm also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash fear is my homeboy and Twitter as well at Judy Holler. Until next time, fear boss, keep experimenting with your fear and stay brave. <laughs>